Welcome to Cato Daily Podcast, Tuesday, May 29th. I'm your host, Anastasia Glova. A recent Cato policy analysis by Director of Tax Policy Studies, Chris Edwards, reveals that pork barrel projects comprise only a small part of a broader problem of rising federal spending on activities that are traditionally left to localities and states. The study, titled Federal Aid to the States, Historical Cause for Government Growth and Bureaucracy, can be found in the RSS feed to this podcast or on the Cato Institute website. Chris is my guest today. How much are we giving in aid to the states each year? Well, currently we give about $450 billion a year to the states. That is, federal taxpayers subsidize the states about $450 billion a year. That's the third biggest item in the federal budget after defense and social security is subsidies to the states. And when did this aid to the states start? Well, back in the late 19th century, the first federal subsidies for the states started. We went from one program in 1887 to today over 800 federal subsidy programs for the states. In the first century of this nation, members of Congress would want to subsidize projects in their local districts like roads and canals and that sort of thing, and Congress would not go along with subsidy proposals. Occasionally, some subsidies would wind their way through Congress, but then presidents would veto them. Most legislators in the first century of the United States did not think that the federal government had any role in state and local projects, and they were right. The state and local projects like roads and canals and the like should, under the Constitution, have been left to the states. Unfortunately, members of Congress today have a very different idea about the federal government. Is the Constitution silent on this issue? Well, as you may know, the federal Constitution is a federalist document. The responsibilities of the federal government were supposed to be few and defined, according to James Madison. And the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution, of course, is the Federalism Amendment. It basically says that the federal role is supposed to be small. So after the 19th century, then, when were the biggest increases? Yeah, well, federal aid started in the late 19th century. A few programs were added. Then in the 1910s, there was sort of a mini explosion in new federal aid programs. The 1930s, of course, under the New Deal, federal aid expanded. But actually, the biggest expansion in federal aid was during the 1960s. We got all the way up to 1960, and there was still only 132 federal subsidy programs. That's a lot, but the number of federal subsidy programs quadrupled during the 1960s from 132 under 530, mainly under President Johnson. The federal government got involved in a vast range of new areas, education and local welfare and all kinds of other new areas. Why does the federal government feel it necessary to give aid to the states? Well, this is, of course, political. There's no economic reason for the federal government to get involved with federal aid to the states. Liberals who favor bigger government often like federal spending programs compared to state spending programs because the federal tax system is more progressive or more graduated than state tax systems. So liberals like to shove up government responsibilities all the way to the top to Washington because they like Washington's tax system better than the state tax system. But economically, federal aid to the states is very damaging. It creates a lack of accountability for spending programs. It involves three layers of government in areas like education, which should be left to local governments and the private sector. And it creates this top-down flood of regulations pouring out of Washington, controlling local schools and other local services. 
How does the current administration, how does Bush compare to Reagan in trying to restrain aid? Well, you know, ever since Richard Nixon, actually, Republican presidents have wanted to restrain the federal aid system and even cut the federal aid system. Richard Nixon started something called New Federalism. He wanted to get the federal government out of some state and local responsibilities and rationalize all these subsidies. Reagan actually did make some progress in cutting federal subsidies to the state's Unfortunately, the current President Bush has gone in the exact reverse direction. He's greatly expanded federal aid to the states. So just since 2000, for example, the number of federal subsidy programs for the states has increased from 653 to 814, a new record. Is there any will in Congress to revive federalism? Well, unfortunately, things look pretty bleak on the federalism front in Congress today. The federal government is not only increasing subsidies to the states, as my new report discusses, but the federal government is getting involved in federal criminal law at a rapid pace, for example, and many other areas of state and local jurisdiction. Unfortunately, there seems to be little will in rolling back the federal government power these days. Both the federal executive branch and the legislative branch keep getting more and more powerful. And uh, unfortunately, this is really destructive to limited government in the United States. Thank you, Chris. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to know more about the Cato Institute, please visit our website, www.cato.org.